welcome to Geekscape episode 12. I'm here with my good friend Ben Cote, who you guys recognize from episode 4. Four Rock. When we were in Vegas. Uh, now we are in uh, Austin. I had to think about Hold that. Hold the for mic a up. Sorry. Can, can you hear one word he's saying with a mic down there? Mic, mics. They're confusing. Last time you guys saw him, we were in Vegas. Now we're in Austin. At CES. Now we're in Austin at South by Southwest. You're More basically our convention buddy. Yes. I travel where you travel. He's uh, following me around the country to different conventions. Uh, you should just come to LA and do a show there. I know. I'm I bet you guys. Go. I bet you're going to be around during the Comic Con episode too. Oh well, you'll be in our neighborhood then. So heck yeah. Right. Ben uh, works at Divix down in San Diego. Yep. You guys have been really uh, good neighbors of the show. When we had bandwidth problems, uh, we started throwing up shows on Stage Six. Yep. Which is your? Which is our home territory. Stage6.com. Video community. Throw them a plug. Stage Six is awesome. We personally are a little uh, partial to NetRiver.com, which is our sponsor. Uh, they're perfect if you want to start your own website, start your own blog, your own community. If you have like a, a dedicated server to run your own games, it's good for that. If you plug in the promotional code, the, the promotional code Gilmore, as one of our listeners' names. Not Gilmore it, Girls. No, it's not Gilmore Girls. We have a listener who's a total creep named Brian Gilmore. Okay. And uh, if you type in Gilmore on your checkout, you get 10% off. Uh, all, dedica they, all dedicated hosting. They got gaming uh, servers as well. Yeah, like like land stuff. Yep. Nice. I mean, whatever you guys need. You guys start like, your own site. Do that's NetNetRiver.net. Like, like land games over on. You got You got to check out the website on Geekscape. We've we've done a lot of uh, Skype casts, where our audience will uh, get together and watch like blood, like start the Bloodsport DVD at the same time, and then talk about it on Skype. We should do some. Some Geekscape versus Divix like land party games. We I'm all some, for it. We got some hardcore gamers at Divix. You guys are all PC based. Yeah. Where like, do, you, do you guys do the? I think the majority of our audience console? is console based. We got, we got consoles at Divix now. We okay. have we have an Xbox, a Wii, and a PlayStation, and nobody touches the PlayStation. It's really? Sad. <laughs> they just bought all three and set them. We have like two, so like one upstairs and one downstairs, and people are on the Wii 24/7. Mm -hmm. Some people play the Xbox. Nobody touches the PlayStation. People bring or the PlayStation Three. People bring in their PlayStation Two in uh -huh. the office to play games. And wow! Like the, the three just like collects dust. Well, we will get to video games, um, but we're a movie review show at the, at the tail end. Like we know, it's a, for those of you guys first uh, seeing us for the first time. We do movies, then we do comic books, then we do video games. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about your experience here at South by Southwest. Uh, you're here representing your company. Um, but the movie I went to see is the big geek movie, 300. Which I have not seen. What are your impressions of the movie going in? I saw that they had the 300 seconds of 300 online, and it looked as pretty as all the other trailers and behind-the-scenes footage you that you've seen, right? And everything else. So it looks great. My my fear, which you can kind of elaborate on, was it's going to be too pretty, and that's about it. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> right now, uh, you guys may be disagreeing with me because I have talked to a couple people who saw 300 uh, and loved it. And I really think that it is absolutely style over substance. I think that it's a movie that uh, looks fantastic, but as you're watching it, there is nothing to really invest in. Um, I like music videos. I just don't like two-hour-long music videos. Does that make sense? It does. Uh, that's like a big complaint with movies is, oh, it's too much like a music video. No, this is literally too much like a music video. Um, everybody who has to be iconic in the film is iconic 
uh, I just feel like the, the movie works at a very high level and doesn't have arcs to it. Mm-hmm. Everything is a money shot. Everything yeah, goes after that is a fantastic it line. there until... Yeah, and, and you go. It's about these 300 Spartans who held a pass uh, against the Persian Empire, who was coming to invade Western civilization. It's based on a historic right. battle, but uh, this is the adaptation of Frank Miller and Lynn Varney's uh, trade paperback, collecting the seven issues of 300, uh, which I read and thought they were fantastic as issues, okay. but as a movie, a little have- thin. Was the story just not there in the issues to carry over, or did the story just not? It's carry been over about at all? ten years since I read the comics, but um, this one—it really just seems like once you get to the problem, we have to hold this pass against a sea of enemies. You you get wave after wave of different types of villains. You have the uh, the ninja assassin types. You got the regular battles. You've got a rhino coming at you. Oh, that doesn't work. They've got elephants coming at you. The Persians try everything to break through this pass, you know. And it's all at, at this le- high level, you know what I mean? It, 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 it never builds. It never drops. It never gives you the kind of uh, uh, feeling a, a, pay, a well-paced story does. You know what I mean? It just feels like it's constantly at dun 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 dun, and so you know the Persians come out and they say something, but then you have a Spartan turn to him and go, "Oh really? Here's a catchy line that's gonna look perfect in the trailer, you know? And here's my badass move to follow it up. I'm gonna throw a sword. I'm gonna jump five feet into the air and stab you." Uh, the thing where they try to like keep you pumped and like on the edge for two hours or an hour and a half. And this just, this movie is the equivalent of a bro fest. You know those dudes in college who are just super pumped and like running their heads on the wall? Those are the characters in this movie. You know, Spartans were basically the frat boys of Western civilization. The whole Aegean, they had a fraternity called the Spartans. They're just bros from the beginning. And uh, the speed ramps are out of control, Mr. Snyder. Zack Snyder, the director of, uh, of Dawn of the Dead, the remake, and he's going to do Watchmen. Uh... He did this film, and every fight scene has somebody in slow-mo, and then he does a speed ramp, and then he's slow, and he does a speed ramp, and then somebody's head goes flying off, and it's slowly going through the air, and then it's fast, and I'm just like, chill out. All right, buddy? The movie's gorgeous. Nobody's denying that. There's just not much more. And I'm sorry for all you geeks who are out there. I love you escapists more than anything in the world, but a lot of us may disagree on this. I was not totally satisfied with the film. You definitely have to see it in the theater. I'll still see it. You have to see it yeah, in the theater. Oh yeah. This is a movie you have to Absolutely. see in the theater. Uh, on DVD, uh, unless you have an amazing screen, it's just not going to work. you like it more on IMAX, since it's just eye candy? Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Throw some dolphins in the, you know, Great Barrier Reef. You know? Sharks at the IMAX. You know how it's always like, sharks, the rings of Saturn. It's like, okay, I saw this shit when I was in science class, you know? But now it's huge. It's like, thanks. Have you seen the new, or heard the, about the new Planet Earth thing from the, 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 the Discovery Channel? No, what is that? It's a new, I don't know if it's IMAX, but it's their new HD Super Discovery thing, but going on that whole Discovery thing route. It's like the first time they've had the technology to actually capture these animal things, like in the real environment type of thing like they said they're a really cool article in wired i recommend reading it it's like 
every animal kill chasing and kill you've ever seen to date has been a fake. Like it's, Wait, what do you mean? It's a compilation of like days of shooting different animals, chasing different animals, and killing them. It's never one. You know how they cut oh, up from yeah. like it's a lion sneaking in the woods, and he leaps out. Of the I feel gazelle. lied to. Everyone has been a fake because they the cameras have been so intrusive that they it interrupts the it interrupts the chase, so they like lose interest and they can't do it. But now they have like these. these you know how many cameras. lives have been saved in the wild? <laughs> exactly. Now, now slaughter. Death toll. Yeah, now animals are just going to go extinct by the thousands, but they have, like, thanks these, to technology. Like, Two-mile zoom range now, so they can get out of the way and actually like watch. They have like real footage now of a, of a beginning-to-end chase and kill scene. And then like previously, like they couldn't film like elephants at night because the lights they needed to shoot on them would freak out the animals. So they have like new infrared cameras and stuff that can shoot. And, like you know that they just and, developed that technology so they could see animals humping without interrupting. Well, who who doesn't want to watch that right. in HD? I, th- I think everybody has that time in their life when they go to the zoo thinking, I'm going to see some animals hump. And then they see animals hump, and it's just effed up. You're all mom. <laughs> maybe, we'll, maybe we'll go to the zoo in San Diego when we come I've to visit been. you. For, you've never been to the San You live in, San, live in San, Diego. San Diego. You've never been to one of the best wait, zoos in the, in the I'm world. I'm waiting for like, friends or family to come down, because it's one of those touristy things that I would feel stupid just doing. I just got to wait for something. You really feel that way? I'm sure it's wonderful, but... It's like one of those things I could do anytime, so I want to wait for someone to come down. Nature's nature. Yeah. No, those, those animals are going extinct. <laughs> you can't just do it every time. see pictures of them. I mean, oh, that's fun. Yeah. I that's mean, you're going to see them behind a cage. What's, what's the point? Your money goes Holograms. towards charities. <laughs> Holograms. So do with the future. Put a goggle on. <laughs> um, speaking of, uh, of, of monsters, another geek movie that came out this weekend was The Host. It's a South Korean movie. Is that, is that out? Yeah. I didn't think it came out. Let me tell you about what this movie is about. Uh, it starts out with an American scientist pouring a bunch of toxic waste into the in, into a river in Seoul. Start. And like three years later, uh, this this Ninja Turtles. Well, the, well, three years later, this this family of uh, uh, South Koreans uh, <laughs> run a business by the river. <laughs> sure. And. The youngest daughter gets abducted by this three-legged frog creature. That's okay. huge. It's like hanging off one of the bridges. It, and and that, that's my phone. Don't, don't worry about it. Um, the, the creature effects in this and the CGI are really impressive. The family now has to band together because, you know, they, they fight and they squabble and the drama and it isn't bad at all. It's actually kind of cool that okay. these aren't perfect heroes. They're actually kind of messed up. Uh, they're kind of losers. The main character is kind of a loser. And... Uh, when, when the young daughter gets abducted, they have to use their strengths and band together and rescue her. Um, so this has been a, a movie that a lot of geeks are looking forward to, you know. It looks like a fun, like it looks like it's done well on that it kind is. of cheesy scale, but right. it's like actually done kind of cool. It, it is done well. There's times when I feel like it cut corners. Okay. Um, the movie's worth watching. Uh, it's not going to suffer a whole lot if you, if you wait till DVD. Um, I feel like, and I feel like this a lot with with Asian cinema. It doesn't always conform to the pacing uh, that U.S. films do. They rarely do. They rarely do. And this one has those same problems for me, because uh, I'm a hundred percent John Wayne American. Uh, I need we are uh, yeah, in Texas. yeah. We are in Texas, and um, God bless it. There are, there are parts in this movie where I'm just like, okay, where's the plot going? You know, uh, when are you going to get back on the plot line? To go because there's this whole infection storyline where okay. the, who, who is in contact with the monster? You need to be quarantined. I feel like the movie starts going one direction when really the audience wants to 
go the direction of catching the monster and killing right. it, which is what this genre is, you know? Yeah. Um, not that you have to adhere to that. You no. know? You don't have to adhere to that. You don't. I mean, the American cinema is not the way of cinema. It's just the way that we're used to seeing stories being told. So when things aren't in that fashion, it's just... It's I awkward. get angry. It's, it's, it's awkward. I get really uncomfortable. Yeah, it's definitely uncomfortable when you're like... You sit there looking at the screen going, why are they talking about, why are they doing, it's just Why are they not, talking in baby talk? Yeah. You're just not expecting that, and it, it, throws, it throws off your suspension of disbelief and all the other stuff that you kind of go into it, expecting what you're supposed to be expecting. I, I do recommend the movie, but it, it really feels not satisfactory to me. Okay. Have you gotten a chance to see any movies at South by Southwest? No. What have you been doing I here? Just... We got here yesterday. No. Yeah. What is wrong with you? I don't know. Just hanging out. Um, I'm here kind of just to hang out, see people, and we're, I've been doing a lot of panels. So I haven't just even gotten to the film aspect of it yet. What are some of the panels you've been sitting on? <sighs> Video on the net. TV, the next generation, distribution companies, 2.0, that whole video. It's all the same thing. It's all the same thing. And literally, they were all the same panel, almost, with different people up there saying the exact same thing. Did any one of them say, we just don't know what to do about this next juggernaut called Geekscape.net coming down the line? They're like, this guy on Geekscape.net, he's hot. He Did you win that sexiest? I, I I I did not. Did you? Who? Uh, I, I am I I am guessing that a I don't want to point any fingers. I'm guessing a bot was used at one point during the contest, but I did not win uh, Valleywag.com's uh, hot blogger contest. Um, but you know what? I didn't cheat, and I'm and I'm happy with that. There you go. I was like, oh, somebody just posted 300 votes in a minute. <laughs> that happens. You know. Someone speed dialed their their fan base and rallied the troops. You, you think that's what it was? Like a like a, like a listserv went out really and everybody's rec- that active. I don't think I recognized anybody else. That was in First off, my, my photo looked like a burn victim, it, and I really think that worked against me. It looked like a bad YouTube screen grab of something. Like you looked like a copy of a copy of a copy, and then faded. And I'm okay with it. You know what I mean? I I don't do this show to be the hot vlogger of the internet. Uh, I actually think that that's a joke. Um. I do the show to build community, tell a bunch of jokes, and communicate about the culture that we love. This is a lifestyle show. It's like the view for geeks. That's the way I look at this. I look at this as like the view for geeks. Is that a safe way to look at it? That's how I describe it to, to, to potential guests. I was like, come on, you'll be Star Jones. It, yeah. I'll be Rosie. That works. We'll do, were they ever on the view at the same time? I, I, I. They were not. There there are two females in the room. (laughs) Laughing at us. They're laughing at us. And, uh, yeah. I I only watch The View sometimes. Um, This is The View for Geeks. Uh, I did go see a movie. And even though you guys are like, man, he did not like 300. He did not like The Host. I'm telling you all right now, there is a geek film coming this summer, August 17th. Pull the calendar. Pull the Spider-Man calendar down. Open it up to August right now. Go to August 17th. Grab a big magic marker and circle it. Because last week we played the trailer to a movie called King of Kong. It's a documentary about a guy who held the Donkey Kong record for 20 years before somebody came along and beat it. Took the record. And of course he wakes up and says, What? 
Nobody beats my Donkey Kong record. It's mine. 20 uh, years. The, 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 these two um, characters, one, his name is Billy Mitchell. And in 1982, he was in, uh, I think, Life Magazine. They did a feature on all these, the best video gamers mm -hmm. ever. And he, he was 17, and he was part of this magazine. He set a record on Donkey Kong by scoring like 800 some odd thousand points on Donkey Kong, which is a really effing hard game. Mm -hmm. uh, that record stood for 20 years until this guy named Steve Weebly, who is a, he's now a, a middle school teacher, science teacher in, in Seattle or in, in Washington. He lost his job at the time, had nothing to fill his days, so he, he, he was online, saw this, saw, he saw this record and he said, That's what I'll do. I'm going to do this. Totally normal guy, but he just set his mind to it, and he and he set up a videotape, and videotaped himself beating Billy Mitchell's record. Billy Mitchell now twenty years later runs a successful hot sauce business, sure. but still has the mullet and the facial hair from when he was seventeen. This is not the guy who looks like the guy from Alabama, the musical group. Oh the right, 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 right. Is that him? So, the so same guy who did the perfect game of Pac-Man. Yes, it's the same guy who did the okay, perfect yeah, game yeah. of Pac-Man. Okay, okay. And that's insane. Like that's crazy. The, the 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 guy's just determined to be the best. Yeah, yeah. He's and I saw he's really ghosts at right. Sundance. What was that like? Is he in it? He's yeah. He's one of the main characters in it, and it follows him and all those kids at that time in the heyday of arcades were coming up. And there's a small town in. What are you doing with your microphone? I'm. I You're like. With, I talk with my hands a lot. Um, small town like Iowa or something that became like the arcade capital of the world because the guy there took it upon himself to keep the high scores of uh -huh. all the games. So everyone that had a high score would submit it to him and the, verify the, the, it somewhere. And it followed like all these kids of like on all their games. Second Galaxy. It, it dot com or yeah, it's one of those places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, that, 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 that website has a big role in King of Kong. Yeah. Um, and it comes to a head when uh, Billy Mitchell sees the tape and says... I bet he can't do it live. So Steve is like, okay. Shows up, does it live, and then the drama starts to really ensue. Because, I mean, these guys does just keep trying to talk. I, I, I'm not going to tell you. I'm serious. August 17th, Picture House is putting this movie out. It is one of the most dramatic films I've... It's definitely the best film I've seen in 2007. I know it's only March, but this film blew me away. Um, You'd like chasing ghosts. I don't know. Right. I don't know if it ever got picked up for distribution. I think it will. It was. It was really it clean. Like uh -huh. it, was, it was really well done. Documentary is very clean, very sharp. So I think it'll get picked up somewhere. But it's yeah. It shows all the same characters, but it's. I think it's more of a humor kind right. of slant of like kind of making fun of these people. Kind of in like a, it shows it shows geeks. So you're like you look at these people and you're like oh they're such nerds and then it kind of how delves, dare they delves into them a little more. And kind of shows the the really darker, nerdier, really kind of geeky side that you don't like to show people, and it kind of freaks you out a little bit on some of them. We're but okay with that here. There's some, there's some, there's some scary scenes. Well, uh, this one, this say. this one, they they um, like what? I'm actually freaked out right now. Dude, it goes crazy at one part. Like it, there's this one guy who is the epitome of the comic book character, the store owner in The Simpsons. He okay. looks exactly like that. He lives with his parents. He has a fat cat. Don't make fun of people like that. I'm not. I love people with fat cats that live with their parents. He's so do the, I. He's the guy. He's like an accountant by day or something. He's the guy who people send these tapes to who verifies. It, he, he's in this film. 
Okay, did they show his collection? Yes. Of, no. Of art? No. <laughs> Dude. They, goes, they showed they showed the all the tape they showed they showed all the, the tapes he has to go a through. Scary turn at that point when they get into his private collection and it's gross. It's it's exactly what you think it He's is. He's like, this is my collection of human skin. No, it's it's not that bad. <laughs> it's drawings and animation. No, that's enough. It's, it's, and he, that he has commissions. It's, it's, it's bad. It's really bad. Oh, I really want to see that. If it's anything like King it's of Kong, I want to see it. But it's just, it, it keeps getting like worse and worse on like that track. You just like stop. <laughs> and you're like, no, no, please don't go there. Oh, wow. This movie, uh, it comes out August 17th, but they're already uh, working with New Line to do a fictionalized version of it. And um, we'll see. That, that's Here, hand, hand me my phone. My phone is going, <laughs> I'm blowing up. And I'm not answering it because I love you guys. Um, so there are two video game movies that are coming out, documentaries, in the next year. Hopefully yeah, we get to see Chasing Ghosts. I think it'll um, it has to. It's great. This one was awesome. Moving on into movie news. Do you feel comfortable? Yeah. You okay? I'm great. Did you hear about Toby and Kirsten? What's the news? Toby Maguire and Kirsten Dunst are not coming back for Spider-Man 4. I didn't know they are doing a Spider-Man 4. They're doing a Spider-Man 4. And let me tell you why I think they're going to do a Spider-Man 4. They've already got David Kep working on the screenplay. Um... Which means that they'll at least have something. Uh, it's like a great, it, it's a great franchise. Aren't coming back. The, the actors aren't coming back. <laughs> the characters can come back. You know what I mean? Um, they're gonna make it. It's too much of a blockbuster juggernaut. Sure. You I know, they'll make money. It it's doesn't. Crazy. I don't think Spider-Man Three is gonna be the X Men: The Last Stand, where you're just like, oh god, put it out of its misery. <laughs> sure. You think you know? it'll be decent? I think Spider-Man 3 is going to be really good. Do you see that extended trailer clip they had with the surfboard or the I did, and I wish I had. What did you think? What did you think of that seven-minute clip from Spider-Man 3? It seemed too long. <laughs> now, what did you not like about it? Was, it? Uh, it starts off with them in the web, and you're like, okay, that's, that's stupid fine. and cheesy and yeah. fine. And then nice it's... secret identity. I'm going to make a giant spider web in Central Park <laughs> and, and lay in it. it. Yeah, that's, that's cool. It's, it's like, like that. Did you bring that weird hammock? What are you guys doing up there? Uh, nothing. Go away. You can just see the cop showing up and be like, uh, who made that? Oh, I shot it out of my wrists. <laughs> yeah, that's a little weird. And then the whole uh, grandma thing. I mean, it's out of context and it's slow and it was boring. And then the to the super duper fight scenes with the guy. And the, with Harry? With Harry and the snowboard. The Green Goblin 2? Yeah. And... Uh, seemed like one again, but uh, trying to be a little more extreme sporty, like like a Mountain Dew, like, like a Mountain Dew commercial. <laughs> that would that would have actually been really like funny in the middle of it. He pulls out a Mountain Dew, and then like a Mountain Dew, and sh- that's his Green Goblin serum. It's yeah. Mountain Dew. It's, He's like, it's time to change. Extreme. <laughs> extreme. Jumps on a skate. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it just That's it, actually funny. Mountain Dew is a and Green Goblin it, I mean, serum. It looked prettier than. Ever and all special. I'm still. Did you see this, Aaron? Yeah. Aaron, come here. Uh-uh. This is my friend, Aaron. She refers to me as her uh, big brother. The Aaron, did you see this? I here, did. here's the mic. Here's Get the, the mic. mic. It I did. I liked it. Yeah, right, Ben. I thought it was good. Uh, of course, I'll see the movie and. Yes, you will see I'll it. I'll see it. I have to, but. It's gonna be excellent. <laughs> it's gonna be excellent. The Mountain Dew thing was quite funny. Thank you. Um. You are dismissed. Cool. You'll be back. You'll be back. You'll be back to talk about stuff here in a little bit. Um, 
So they're not coming back. Uh, have you heard? Uh, you, you know that how, how Jason Lee is doing Underdog. Mm-hmm. Um, you know they're doing all these movies like the Garfield movies and 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 it's and, not an and, and, and for you, those of the what do you think? It look for like a kids movie, it looked cute. Yeah, yeah, I I I preferred oh, that trailer to the one like the Garfields and so oh, like yeah, that. like it looked it looked actually kind of funny. Like for a kids movie, it looked like it didn't take itself too seriously and kind of. So um, they're gonna do another one. This time it's Alvin and the Chipmunks. And Jason Lee is playing uh, Dave Seville. Remember the guy who adopts the chipmunks? Uh-huh. Who the fuck? What kind of grown man is like three chipmunks left on my doorstep? I will bring them in and raise them as my own. Did they come wearing the hats and shirts? Because if they did, you'd that's where they adopt like. them. Who? And then who keeps <laughs> them in those costumes? Red. You know? That's what they wore. The, the, the red and the blue. And it's like, what the? There's <laughs> a grown man with hamsters running around. It's like, dude, that is the biggest bestiality. There's a lot like, of cartoons back then that could pull that kind of stuff off, and kids just went, yeah, this is the coolest thing ever, and had no clue as to why or what. That's why people have, like, tigers and crap in their apartment, is because <laughs> Dave Seville went and got three chipmunks and thought that he could, like, domesticate them and live with them as his children. Not only that, but turn them into a singing whole... It's, it's yeah, the they family. Sing. Yes, it was a money-making endeavor. He, I mean, the Christmas song, that's classic. There was money to be made off that band. That was, that feel, was the original boy band. <laughs> but Chipmunk. Maybe. Um, best episode of the Chipmunks was when they met Mr. T. Do you remember that episode where they meet Mr. T and Mr. T helps them go up against <laughs> the bullies? Do. Were you ever a child? I was a child. And I remember eating the Mr. T cereal and watching the Mr. T. Your ball's going to be big now. Eat my cereal. I don't remember him being a guest, guest appearing on you the You got black balls. <laughs> That, that escapes my memory. You don't remember getting that when you ate the cereal? No. Your balls are big. <laughs> remember the gold chains like yeah. appeared on you when you ate them? Bing! <laughs> All of a sudden you're blinged out and 20 pounds heavier. Somebody <laughs> comes by and shoots you. Um, yeah, Jason Lee uh, is in uh, the chipmunk feature that they're uh, doing. And the director of Tale of Two Kitties is directing uh, Humanity is a Better Place for It. Um... Yeah. You say that kind of serious. Yeah, <laughs> humanity is a better place for it. So, uh, comics. Uh, there's a, a series by Garth Ennis called The Boys, where uh, a group of uh, people kick some superhero ass. Uh, they're the dudes who keep superheroes in check. Okay. You know, uh, it's it's ultra violent. Are they superheroes? It's ultra themselves? racing. No, they're not. They're just they regular, juice up when they, they have to go kick some ass. Mountain Dew. Uh, they're, they're like a CIA covert op thing. Okay. Um, it was canceled after six uh, issues by DC. But it's now been picked up by uh, Dynamite Entertainment, which is a uh, comic book company who, up to this point, really, uh, for the most part, license stuff. They do like the Army of Darkness comic. They do the Babylon Five comic, okay. uh, which I have started seeing, and it is a kick-ass show. So I can stop getting hate mail from you guys, being like, "Excuse me, sir, how are you qualified to host Geekscape if you have yet to watch Babylon Five? You know, excuse me, sir. <laughs> excuse me, sir." You have yet to watch Babylon 5. You have not ascended to the ranks of full gay god. Um, I am watching Babylon 5. It is as good. Uh, yeah, right now they, uh, they're going to take on the boys. And um, let me see. It, it's going to come out in June. So they're going to start up with uh, issue 7. Uh, hopefully they'll collect the first six for latecomers. Uh, I feel like the series was good. And then on the last issue, 
uh, it started going downhill, and then the last issue, it started getting good again, which is kind of what Preacher was like. People love Preacher, but they forget that sales-wise, it, it was really slow up until like issue seven or eight. Just never took off. And then it started really kicking ass. It was only until the second storyline that Preacher, the comic book everybody reveres as one of the best series ever, started picking up. So hopefully this one will follow the same trajectory. Um, they are publishing with Marvel. Have you heard about this Marvel zombie series? All the zombie, all the Marvel characters get like infected by zombies, zombie right? And they start thing. eating each other's brains and stuff. It's kind of fun. It could be, can't be. They're Dynamite and Marvel are teaming up and doing a series with Ash from the Army of Darkness, who lands in the Marvel universe where they're all zombies. It's like Alien versus Predator. It's Actually. like, do we have to see this? I I got the first issue. It's actually kind of fun. Is it? It sounds like it could be fun, or it could be like an absolute how can waste. We of take time. more characters and put them. Right. I think they should put RoboCop in it. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Could RoboCop turn into a zombie? That's yeah. the kind of crap we talk about yeah, here the on Geekscape. Brain. <laughs> could, uh, what, what the fuck did Bob. I just say? Could RoboCop turn into a zombie? <laughs> That's why girls won't talk to me. <laughs> I don't know if he could because Excuse he, me, babe Do you believe that Robocop could turn into a zombie If bitten by the undead? See, they can't be bitten though He had the whole metal Right He just had the brain Freeze or I will no, shoot No, he had the part of the face too So I guess if they bit that part of his face Do you notice how Robocop Whenever he fired his gun Had his pinky out? Like he was a martini uh, Like he was gay I don't know if I paid attention to it that, At that detail Yeah, he, he was like Stop or there will be trouble And he always had like his gun out And he always had his pinky out You know? Watch, watch the Robocop. That crazy flip. <laughs> Stay in school. Just, yeah. Yeah. I, dude, they need to make another <laughs> Robocop movie. I, I'm hungry for it. Long. If they're doing Alien vs. Predator vs. God or whatever the hell they're doing, they need to do a, uh, Robocop. They need to throw Robocop vs. Alien vs. Predator. I'd see that in a heartbeat. Robocop vs. Terminator? Oh, yeah. Think about that. Robot. As zombies? Collision. Uh, yeah. Army of Darkness in the Marvel Universe. Check it out. Uh... The big news here, though, we're going to have to pause. No, not the tape. <laughs> Captain America's dead. That's what I hear. Yeah. Now, I, I, my wife, who's probably going to watch this later, was on Google News or some website, and she said it was all over there, and she couldn't figure out why it was important. How dare you? Exactly. That's what I said. Actually, I didn't say that at all, because I don't know why it's important either. How dare you? Captain America is huge. But I have to tell you something. I don't think he's dead. At the end of issue 25... Spoiler alert! Uh, at the end... <laughs> at the end of issue 25, which everyone's buying off the newsstands because it's the one that he's shot in. He's sniped. You know, at the end of Civil War, Cap gives up. Spoiler alert too, sorry. Uh, I, th- I mean, dude, you've heard about it. At the end of Civil War, Cap gives up and says, arrest me. You know, he's then being transported to the courthouse, uh, and there's some stuff going on. Nick Fury is still alive, for those of you who don't know. And uh, a sniper shoots him. But that's not what kills him, because the sniper gets him right here. I'm going to do a, like, a, like, a, like a John Kennedy thing. The sniper gets him here. It is then that we see a close-up, as everybody's freaking out and running for it, of a hand. It's just cap stomach and a hand with a gun shooting him. In the side. That's what does it. So there's two shooters is what you're saying. There's two shooters. Um, first shooter starts to get away Bucky and the Falcon take him out uh, the second shooter we don't know who it is 
Nobody really raises the fuss about the bullets in his stomach when they're taking him to the hospital. That's cool. We'll just slide that to the side. Uh, they obviously still think the one in the shoulder did it. Um, but uh, at the end of the issue, he's in a hospital bed, still alive. You guys that were like, dude, Cap's dead. Cap's dead. He's, n- he's not dead yet. He's in a hospital dead. bed. He's, he's maybe in a coma. But I will say that uh, Ed Brubaker is a writer on this, and he's awesome. Uh, he's really turned into an amazing writer. The, the end of this issue, which I can't spoil, is the best part of it. I already told you the dude's in a hospital bed. That's not what's great about the ending. There's a twist at the end of it that uh, really when I turned it and I saw it, uh, it got me reading. If you guys can, go out and get issue number 25 of Cap, it, it, Captain America. It's the issue that you can easily jump on and uh, just start reading it because it's worth it. And if your wife were to read it or your, yourself, you would say, oh, that is why America needs Captain America now. Now, one of her questions was, which we were debating this on the Don't phone. make me mad. Is it a political statement on America of Captain America dying? Here's the thing. Comic books have always been the medium that are the quickest to reflect current events. Current events. Okay. You know, Bush gets into the presidency, Lex Luthor becomes president. You know, uh, they are the medium that is closest tied to North American cu- culture. You know, uh, they came out of North America, mm-hmm. uh, and they've—they're the ones that have always that have paralleled us the most throughout. You know, the first ones to really do serious drug stories. You know, it was only later that film and stuff like that started getting into it. So you're saying America is in the hospital and in a coma? I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm saying America, the viewpoint of Marvel. With this Captain America thing um, All I'm saying is America's been frozen in a block of ice The Avengers got America out uh, Dude, I don't know what I'm saying All I'm saying is I think it's okay uh, I think Cap's going to be fine I think America's going to be fine Just now it's going through some problems Everybody's worried about it I'm like, dude, it's Cap He'll be fine He's not going to die And if he does die, I'll be really upset um, Aaron over here uh, I had some people bitching on our, on our forums at Geekscape.net about how come you don't tell us about non-superhero comics And then I went to point out uh, the many non-superhero comics Some on episode 4 of your show, of your episode um, That I have been pointing out uh, But Aaron over here wants to know what I should get into You're a big Batman fan It's the cod piece <laughs> The nipples? Yes, but, but no. It's the nipples no, um, For those of you guys who want Batman comics because you just need a delusional dude who thinks revenge is best served in a rodent costume, punching guys with grease paint in a face, even though they have enough money to change the face of world politics and economics for the betterment of mankind. They're like, oh, no, I won't do that. I'm going to go punch dudes. Um, if you guys are interested in that, and I like Batman. Um, uh, the ones I can recommend besides Dark Knight Returns and those you know iconic ones, uh, the Jeff Loeb books and Tim Sale books. Tim Sale's the dude who does the, all the artwork for Heroes that you see the paintings. Um, the Long Halloween and Dark Victory. Those two are really damn good. Um, I would go with those books. Frank Miller's Batman Year One is also very good. So if you, that, that's what you're going to go get. Okay. All right. People are like, oh, dude, Batman Hush. Which is Jeff Loeb and Jim Lee I do like Hush Yeah, you can't just hop into Hush You may like it, but I'm telling you If you want the true experience Start with Dark Victory, work into Long Halloween You're going to have a good um, experience Um, How long has the episode been running If you peek into the eyepiece? 
just so I have a good idea of how we're doing. Oh, we're good. We're good. Um, so that's kind of comic books. Do you feel like you you got your knowledge? I'm satisfied. Are you going to go back and be like, listen, woman, this is why we need Captain America? Yes. This is why America needs America to be America. Dude, I was actually like, you know, in all honesty, somebody told me ahead of time that Marvel is going to kill Captain America. And I thought it was going to happen in Civil War 7. So when it didn't happen, I'm reading Civil War 7 like this. When's he going to die? When's he going to die? No. Oh, God. When's he going to die? That's how I read Civil War number 7. And Civil War number 7 really just kind of closed out the Civil War storyline and segued into like 50 books that Marvel's going to sell you over the next couple months. But Captain America did not die in that book. He just got arrested. Uh, and he gave up. Quitter. Um, and, uh, I, you know, I was like, wow, Cap's not going to die. I can still hold my head up high. He's dead. No. Yeah, he's not dead. So, that's comic books. Do you feel okay? I feel good. Um, I want to talk to Aaron. You know what? I want to talk to Nicole. I think you and Nicole need, need to sit there. He's good next to me, friend. Yeah, Nicole's got a boyfriend. I don't want her sitting next to me. <laughs> how, how, how does it look, Aaron? Peek in the IP, see if we're all uh, leveled out. Nicole, you guys were talking about... What are you talking about? You guys were talking Max. about... What? Max. Max versus PCs. Yeah. Uh, guys, I know you're big fans of Nicole's. You're like, whoa, babe. Um, <laughs> Nicole, we were at dinner, and Nicole started saying some kind of tech stuff that I was like, my audience is going to love you. Uh, you're a web developer? Yeah. Okay, I do both. I do development and design. So. Use the microphone, please. Hold, hold, the, hold the microphone. And when, when this clown talks, you hold it to his mouth. Um, <laughs> I think I can do that. So you, what do you do? I'm okay. a designer and a developer. Okay, but okay. you really know your stuff. I, I've been doing it for about five years now. So. Okay. And um, you were talking about your Mac running PC software. Yes. What the hell is that all about? I have the new Intel MacBook uh, just reinstalled, reformatted everything, and running Parallels on it. So you can run Windows XP or Vista, even, in which Vista sucks, inside of OS X natively. And you can kind of mix it and go back and forth. So it's kind of the best of both worlds if you need to run Windows apps in OS X. Oh, sorry. Exactly. Uh, so riveting stuff. Uh, that's why we don't do it with tech, big tech show. Um, because I, I don't get it. Um, but the Vista is big news. We have to talk about it. Right? It is big news. You have to admit. Don't get mad just because you're a Mac guy. <laughs> it's big Mac news. Guy. I'm both. You're both. Okay. What is so bad about the Vista? It's a shinier version of XP that doesn't really give you much of anything other than it runs slower. Really? And, and it asks you if you want to do everything a million times. Like, click this. Are you sure you want to click this? Yes. Like that Mac versus PC thing with the the ads, with yeah. the guy standing behind him—that's the Matrix guy. It's exactly how it is. Like it's absurd how, to that degree that they took it to make it secure, is it just it makes it non-useful. Nicole, what is your experience with this? Um, I actually upgraded to Vista just recently because um, here's my little knock on Windows. Uh, my PC just got a huge virus, Axel dot dad virus. That'll teach you to download porn. I know. I, I really tried. It's a problem. I'm really sorry, God. <laughs> so kidding. Asian boys. Yes. <laughs> Best. You know about that site too? Yeah. Come so young. Oh man. 
But um, anyways, got <laughs> the virus, <laughs> wiped out everything off That'll my work. computer, upgraded to Vista. Um, pretty much Microsoft is, you know, copied off of Mac, of the interface. They've got the pretty, um, what they call gadgets instead of widgets. Well, um, that is good. Yeah. Totally different. Yeah, I know. It's so different. Then, you know, the clock and, and the rotating pictures, even Yahoo widgets has that, so it's great. Um, they've got the little shadow. Um, across all the the windows, everything looks exactly almost to the T on a Mac. And again, um, you know, with the allow and deny thing, every time you want to install a program, every time you want to access anything, it's like, would you like to allow or deny or cancel? And I feel like that's what is that Microsoft's way of, you know, oh, this way you won't get any viruses; it'll be fine. But yeah. In that, so you did this to cure your viruses, and now you're just annoyed. Yeah, I just, well, I mean, I, I upgraded to Vista because I was like, well, I had it and I just wanted to see what was going to happen. I was like, my computer was already fried. Your computer I, melted. My computer melted, but, I mean, it's 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 not that great. I mean, it's just pretty much, it looks pretty. You know, I, I don't really know. I haven't dug too deep into the PC too much because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm kind of both. I work on Mac and PC, but, you know, again, it's just, I feel like it's just more more of the interface, make everything pretty. I have no idea if Microsoft has actually, you know, patched up some of the holes. They may have, but... You know, I feel like Microsoft just kind of basically, somebody also put something out there and they'll be like, oh, let's just copy off of that, you know? You know, guys, Commodore, this is your chance to pounce. Bring it back. Bring it back. I think so. It really makes you wonder what they've been doing for five or six years since they released. Somewhere in like an underground bunker, somebody's about to push a button and you're about to find out. Probably. <laughs> Commodore 64, coming back. I'll teach you to laugh at me. That, uh, Commodore Amiga, dude. That's like one of my favorite games when I was a kid. I had a Commodore. I blew it up. Mm-hmm. I I was I'm the guy who like just likes to play with things and see what makes them work. And I unplugged the cable from the back, and they had like multiple ports that all looked the same but weren't the same. And I went, "What happened if I plug this one in?" And the you still screen, do that? The screen went like snowy and. <laughs> do you and still then, do that? Oh yeah, I'm hardcore. I get into stuff and see how. Your wife's gonna wake up and be like, "I have a headache, honey." Like the top of her head's gonna be missing, like her brain's just gonna be exposed. You're gonna be like, "What? I'm trying to make be it perfect." Um, no, no. You you, you don't do human testing. Not human, just hardware, computer stuff like that. I have a headache. Ah! I just told my parents. Yeah, That's how people become sci- like evil scientists. <laughs> All right, it's nice talking to you. Nice talking to you, Nicole. Uh, thanks for coming on the show. What's our minutes looking like? Where are we at? We're still recording, right? We're still doing good. Oh, we are kicking ass. We are kicking ass. So, 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 oh yeah, because it, uh, it's so that we can spy on people. You know there's an option on the DVX to turn the red light off so you can, like, go up skirts and stuff? Yeah. So, so, uh... Walk around. What? We're not recording. So, we want to bring you guys more video games, and, uh, we will... You guys are all pieces. Do you play any video games, Nicole? I do. What do you play? Um, I Wait, get back over here. Yeah. We, we, we shot you off too, too much. Talk about games. What okay. do you play? Um, well, I have an Xbox, I have a PS2, I have a PSP, and I have a Game Boy. So no Wii? No, no Wii yet. Um, I'm still, the games that I play, um, I'm a huge, huge fan of Dead or Alive. I love those games. Um, I have Final Fantasy. Halo 2, I just recently got into... You know that they're masturbating right now. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Does, does that change anything? No. <laughs> I'll stay 
to play video games. Well, I played at God like of War. Does that change anything for you? <laughs> Not at all. We're in a hotel room. Oh, God. There's a bed right behind us. See you guys next week. <laughs> That's a totally different show. Come on now. <laughs> so, we'll keep going. Um, God keep, of War. Keep, keep going. Oh, God. <laughs> They're like, yes, continue. I'm almost there. Um, God of War is another game. That God of War 2 is coming out is this month. Yeah, Amazing. I can't wait. I love the fact that in the games, I'm huge into the blood and guts, so I'm sorry. But he just, because I was playing it yesterday, and he literally takes people and rips them in half. Yeah, and, then, sweet. and then, like, because there, there's a character like Medusa's in the game, and he just rips her head off. Sure. You have to. You can use her head to freeze others. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um that's the kind of stuff that is in 300. You know, it feels like somebody made God of War the film. Yeah. You know, uh, which I wouldn't be opposed to. Um, just give it a little more substance, Zach. Um, anyway, video games. Uh, Red Steel, what did you say, Dead or Alive? I don't know anything about Dead or Alive. Um, Dead or Alive is just kind of, it's a very high-paced, you know, fighting game, basically. Is that the one they did that titty movie about? Oh, they did the volleyball one? Is that the one with, like, Jamie Presley in it? It was like a, they did a film. Did they do a DOA film? Dead or Alive? Yeah. That sounds familiar. Really? I, can't... I heard it was, it looked terrible. Is, is Dead or Alive the volleyball? Or no? No, there's, no, there's, there's a volleyball. There's a volleyball one, and then there's yeah. the other one. Then there's a Dead or Alive that has the, all the different kind of street fighters. Right. I do yeah. not approve of a movie. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But you like fighters. Yeah. I like games like that. And I love Final Fantasy games, too, because they actually allow you to think. It's a lot of challenging games, so. And it's pretty. I love the graphics, so. Now, uh, we had a forum at Geekscape.net where people were spouting off about what uh, their favorite, best video game of all time was. I have some of them right here for you people. Uh, Get in on it. Go to the forums, Geekscape.net, and uh, talk to people. Uh, This guy, Wookie Wombat, said Castlevania Symphony of Night, which I think was like the first PlayStation uh, version of the game. It's supposedly awesome. A guy named Sloppy Bunny said Ridge Racer, old school. Remember Ridge Racer? <laughs> I'm off the road! You just slide back onto the road. Um, this guy named Gojira said Super Metroid, which was the one that was on Super Nintendo. Oh, okay. okay. Really good. Uh, Person Z said Age of Empires, which is like a strategy game, right? That's like yeah. a, like a conquest game. Strategy, yeah. Uh, I have no patience for that. Yeah. I, I, I always start out like really that. well, and then uh, something, so for some reason, I always get housed at the end. You yeah. know what I mean? You always, in those games like Civilization, you always start out great. And then you just get housed. Yeah. Like, either they're too easy to where it's like you can make so much of this one thing and then just work everyone with it, or if it's, like, too complex like that, it just loses me after a while. Like, I just just don't have the patience. You take it apart. I take it apart. I have a headache. I'm going to keep saying that until it's funny. Um, These two guys who are after my heart, Sprocket and Ball Monkey... They, 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 they called it. What, what is your online name? Dude, how dare you? Um, my, uh, they, they agree with me. Because I love the Zelda games, but really my heart belongs to Monkey Island. Remember those games from LucasArts? The adventure games. Get the fuck off my show. <laughs> there was one where you wanted to be a pirate. Okay. And it was an adventure game, you know, like look here, pick up, use, move. Stick your pee-pee in it. <laughs> it's like type in, I found right, all. Right, Remember all those? Remember all those? Monkey Island was one of them, and it was hilarious. 
We found, there was one time in college, we found this old computer, like, really old computer. You didn't stick your PP in it. Not stick my PP in it, but we, like, booted it up and it had, like, all these, like, crazy old, like, typing in. It's like pictures of like, people getting cut up. Games where it's like, you're walking through a forest well, and you find a tree and then you're like, climb tree. And North, dude, south, we, go we east. We played that game, like, we had everyone, like, playing that game for, like, days. Like, it was like, everyone, like. Do you remember those? Oh, yeah. Those were games, or how do you not do adventure games nowadays? What is the modern, what what is today's adventure game beyond like a Zelda? World of maybe? Warcraft. Yeah. Is World or, of Warcraft? I don't play it, but I'm. Lineage 2 as well yeah. as an adventure Do you play game. that? I have. What I is it? I actually just recently started playing that. Um, it's, uh, there's always They're been, so going crazy. There's always been this kind of big battle between Lineage 2 and War of Warcraft, like which is, which is better. Um, they're kind EverQuest of, just never showed up. It's not good. No, well, I mean, I've never, actually, I've never played, so I don't know. I'm more of a. a it's got that hot chick with ears, and I'm like, I don't think my anatomy works with somebody with those ears. So why am I so attracted to her? I feel like they have that kind of character in like every game. Right. You know, it's just. It's yeah, cool. Titty Elf. Yeah, That's her name. <laughs> I am Titty Elf. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm here to sell games to you. Yeah, they actually have that character like in Lineage too. They've got like a mage and um, like another another one of those big elves, like the Titty Elf, the light elf too. Yeah, they've got their little. Yeah, no, it's true. It's exactly that. It, that's all it is. It's a bikini titty elf, and it's mm-hmm. like, and you're only on the box cover. If I see you in the game, I'm gonna cut you. Yeah. Because I do not believe in you, titty elf. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true. And like, you, and then the gamers give them like the skimpiest looking clothing in the world. Sure. Yeah. This is afford. becoming yeah. a forum topic. What are, what's the best game ever? If I say Monkey Island, and our and you saw some of the people on the forums, what what are, what are some of the best? What is the best game ever? I love the I love the old games of Zelda. It's like the original Metroid, the like Kid Icarus, like those adventure, like the original ones. You can download Kid Icarus on the Wii console now, I the know, virtual console. They're awesome. I love the Wii now too, though. Like I'm mm-hmm. playing that more and more, and that's just it's fun on a whole new level. Mm-hmm. Best game ever. I I would have to go with I know this is kind of silly, but the Sonic the Hedgehog games. I used to love those. I I, I love those so much. I used to have um oh my gosh the Game Gear. Mm-hmm. I used to love those. The Game Gear had Game this had that first Sonic game. Yeah, it's awesome. Oh, this is great. But I broke mine by accident. Kinda. What'd you do? I got I got a little angry. It was not. It wasn't you. It was Doctor Robotnik that did it, that. It totally was. Like I got a little. Okay, who has not here like not gotten angry when you play a video game? Like some, you, it's inevitable. You, you throw the remote. You gotta see King of Kong. <laughs> 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 it's such a good film. I mean, it's really childish, but you know, I got a little mad. Screen cracked. That was the end of the Game Gear. Dude, that's the worst. worst. Now with all the yeah. wireless controls. You used to have well, the yeah, wires. You could throw it. You could go six feet. Right. And it would come back and hit your brother in the head or something. But now right. it's like everything's wireless. You can break windows. Yeah, pretty much. It's nice. So, that's video games. Um, Aaron, I wanted to talk to you about Metalopolis. Metalocalypse, which is like one of the best shows ever. You say I've it's the best seen. show on. So, real quickly, since Tell we don't usually do TV. So awesome. Are we still running, by the way? Get over there. Aaron, our, our tech, how much time do we have left? Where are we at? 51 minutes. Oh, get over here real quick. Spat it. Nine minutes, go. Metalocalypse. I have nine minutes. What is Metalocalypse? You're like, Johnny, you got to see it. Let's get over here. It is, it is seriously the greatest. Because you're a metalhead. What are some of your favorite bands? Um, in Flames, Megadeth, Pantera. Uh, you know they're masturbating right now. <laughs> Slayer, all the good stuff. Um, but if you are a metal fan, Metalocalypse is easily the greatest show ever invented. It is. What just, is it? How is it so cool if you love metal? 
It's a good it's point. Basically, <laughs> it's I a wonder show. if you just love hair bands. If you love hair bands, you can. There was a hair band episode actually. Okay. Um, it's a it's a show about these five band members in a, in the band that like rules the world. Like everything that happens in the world depends on what this band does. And so uh, they're like the, the Illuminati. Bands. They're what? Or they're Bill like and the. It would be a Bill and Ted <laughs> or the Illuminati. They're like the Illuminati yeah. in band form. Basically, yeah. And every episode, something crazy happens, and they always end up winning at the end. But it's just, it, they're almost like superheroes. It's really cool. And if you're into metal, like, they throw in little things. They've had um, people from Arch Enemy, which is a really big metal band, um, do voices. Uh, Kirk Hammond and James Hetfield from Metallica have done voices. They'll throw in little things, like um, they did a flashback where the lead singer was working at a burger joint called Dimu Burger, which is a play on Dimu Burger, a band, metal band. Look at you. Yeah, you really hard, geek hard out for knowledge. this stuff. I totally geek out for this. Yeah, it was it was definitely on my DVR. Wow. Every week. Yeah. So okay. one dude right now is listening to you going metal. I love her. What is with this? <laughs> How do you feel as a metal fan that bros everywhere have started to do this? You know what I mean? Like the frat thing. I I I, I know I I, I, I know a guy. Yeah. I know a guy. Whenever I say a joke, and he's like, yeah, you know, whenever he he laughs about it, he goes. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, what? What are you doing, fool? We went I use this for one reason: web shooting. <laughs> that's what this means to me. Well, that's why. That's part of the reason Spider-Man. <laughs> I, I shoot. I push down. I use my two fingers <laughs> to push down on my web shooter. Right. I don't have organic. I, I may have to make it. I have to make it. It hurts my arm, but still. We actually went to a concert this summer. Uh, and there were these frat kids there, and it was a total metal show. And they were with all these girls, and they were just like, yeah. And we were like, oh, my God, what are we want? It was bad. Are you a metal snob? Am I? Okay, define metal snob. Well, you know how, like, art snobs, film snobs, people who are like, I was here first. This is my thing. You guys are new. You have no right to enjoy it at any I, level. I, I, people I'm who think they like sometime, yeah. People sometimes. who think they like metal, and their version is, like, Skid Row. There's nothing wrong with Skid Row. There's nothing. Skid Row is metal, oh, as sure. far as I'm concerned. Sebastian, Sebastian is, Bach is a god. He's great. Yeah. Especially yeah. When he's in Beauty and the Beast. On, is he on he Gilmore Girls? He wasn't in Beauty and the Beast. Girls. What are Gilmore you doing Girls. watching Gilmore Girls? He was in, he, he did. Oh, he was on Jekyll and Hyde. Oh, you are something else. With David Hasselhoff? He was very good. No, Sebastian Bach. David Hasselhoff's in The Producers. I know. Want to go? No, in Vegas. Yes. He's in Vegas. I saw a poster and he slapped someone. The world is a better place. Because David Hasselhoff is in the producers. Yeah, that's he right. did. What is it? He did Jekyll and Hyde. He the, did. Yeah, yeah. I saw Jekyll. And he was awesome in it too. He did like he this totally big Broadway kick. Like well. in, but he had the long hair. And he's so. Yeah. I'm turning into Hyde. They did, they totally had to change the the um the thing of it the uh the pitch so that he could hit the. Wow. Stuff. Yeah, it was really really good. We were like fifth row. I recently went to see Wicked. Did you like it? I did. I didn't see it. Was it good? It's, a, mag- it's good. a magical experience. Where'd you see that? How did we I saw it at the Pantages in LA. It's very good. I, I we were just talking about theater now. This is now a show about theater. <laughs> it's expanded. That what <laughs> that that means that it is time to end the show. We have talked about <laughs> comics. We talked about movies. We talked about video games. We talked about television. Now we're talking about theater. It is time to end this. It's time to get back to South by Southwest. It is time to go back to LA. Where next week we're going to go to Wizard World, LA. Uh, in episode 13, lucky number 13. I hope I have my episodes number right. Uh, yeah, I think we're, yeah, I think this is 12, that's 13. Okay, we're good. Um, we're going to be back in LA at Wizard World LA. I have to say thank you to Ben. Thank 
Thank you. Thank you so much for having for coming on the show again. Our first repeat guest. That's right. Aaron, Nicole, come here. Wave it, everybody. <laughs> Jump on the bed. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, guys, check out Geekscape.net. Uh, sign up for a profile. Submit some news. Uh, write some reviews up. Go talk on the boards. My man, Ben Cote of Divix, stage6.com. Yep. Check it out. Awesome videos. Awesome videos. Aaron, fucking metal snob. We will see you guys next week. And uh, that's it. Episode 13 is in the can.